Good afternoon, Craig. When when Craig joins, I really wish it was like an evil version. Yeah. It was like a distorted like voice. Like it says now recording, but it's like completely just reversed. Backwards. Yeah. One. If, I don't even know how to do backwards words. <laughs> anyway. I'm not very good at that either. All right. Hmm. I think some nice music to start us off. Something calm, you know? We just had a... Quite a... Quite the last few sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, But we survived. Mm -hmm. There's a couple minor... There's a couple minor points for Wes to be aware to, aware of too, right? Last time we left off, I that left a little early, I think. Yeah, but we, just... uh, you know, that you you now have one of the uh, SEC elf outfits. Yes, yes, I, I did get the the outfit, and I saw all the loot, and I think we got a lot of money. I was there for uh-huh. that. Oh yeah, we're rich. We're, we're very rich. rich. Uh, also, <laughs> some creepy thing tried to contact Jewel. Um, yep. And what was the answer to the questions that I asked? Oh, we had them written down. Oh right, yes we did. If we scroll up, did Jewel of the Mountain have another deity or powerful being attempt to contact her through her dreams tonight? The answer was yes. If yes, uh, does that being in Jewel's dream have malicious intent towards her or our party? And it was unclear. And uh, what's this last one here? I've got it right. uh, have our enemies reached the Bacchanawa as of now? And they have not. Good news. All those questions uh, were from Communion. Or Commune, rather. <laughs> Also, oh, you're all leveled up. Yeah, I was going to say, everyone's put their levels to nine, right? And yep. upgraded yep. their shit. And we got a few new buddies. Uh, some CLs coming with us. Uh, researchers that are obviously going to die really quickly. Yep. <laughs> I was going to ask, do they have names and personalities, or are they just no. red shirts? They do I, I have red shirts. We, we have names, but... So far, they have personalities, <laughs> I will not learn too. them. I think, yeah, I think Leah just uh, doesn't want to get attached again. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure in game she just walked away. <laughs> it's it's Misfar and Namin with one arm and yeah. Munim. Yeah. Exactly. Left eye monocle. Wait, uh, Namin is the sister and Munim is the brother. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then who's Misfar? Uh, that's the. Um... Research assistants. Mm-hmm. They're all like research assistants. Oh, okay. uh, Miss Far is, the is sort of the one directly under Fikri, who is the librarian. Who has so all four of them are coming on their journey with you, are coming on your journey as well. Wonderful. Well, I don't think they're going to die, so I will befriend them with no <laughs> consequences. There you go. <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> so, 
Fikri, the librarian, discusses uh, amongst you all that he believes the Isle of the Giants is actually Aran Salum. Nope, whoops, sorry, wrong name. Aran Salir. Where is it? Just a uh, It's in in-game notes. You did put it there. Uh, Urusalim. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, the island of Urusalim. And uh, he says that he believes that is in the north uh, part of the Shimmering Isles. And it's going to take uh Five days to travel there. Five days, okay. Mm -hmm. You are essentially going all the way to the top near Isles de Puentiente. Let me switch you over to the map. Pointy Isle? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, the map here shows you were, like, right around here. Yeah, we were tracking our thing with mm-hmm. my... Uh... And then now you guys are essentially going to go skirt oh. these, all these, uh, these large mm-hmm. islands here. And you're going to go just above Tessero de Lazaro, near Southern Isles de Pointe. So somewhere right around there. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love so the whole thing is going to take five days. So you guys have five days of downtime. Oh shit, I wasn't planning for downtime. Um... <laughs> is there anything that you guys would like to do? Recharge uh, yeah. any rings that require recharge or swapping of spells, first of all, if anyone needs it. I'll take a, an a extra good idea. shield spell. I yep. used up one of mine. Consider them taken care of. Uh, I will s- stare longingly into the now empty bag of holding uh, and miss the metal. <laughs> Did we already sell everything? No. no. We haven't oh. hit anywhere. I just. Uh, okay. Rosebud got in a little religious fervor, so he used up all the metal for crafting useless things. What were you wanting to do there, uh, uh, Lavender? Oh, it's time to make some friends. I would like to know Namine's backstory and why she has one arm. So, uh, Namine was uh, born with a birth defect. So she has, uh, it's not necessarily one arm. She has both arms, but one of them is, um, how do I put this? Um, stunted. Thank you. Um, and so it's, you know, much smaller and she's not really able to do complex actions with it. Um, but that hasn't stopped her from, uh, pursuing her life in academia as a member of the librarians there in Aran Salem. She is as you weren't here, unfortunately, to hear this, she is much more um excitable uh and fervent 
uh, about everything than her brother, Munim. Uh, and she tells you that that's because when she was a child, um, her grandfather used to regale her with stories while Munim was with his with their parents um, traveling. Uh, Namin was the younger one of the bunch. And so she never really got to experience all the traveling um, because she wanted to go in academia and her parents were uh, kind of protective of her because of her birth defect. They sort of encouraged her to find something to do within the city, whereas Munim would travel between the, the elven cities, the sea elven cities. So, I know five days isn't a lot, mm-hmm. but... If she's into it, uh, Lavender would love to try and teach her the basics of monkdom and the theories behind astral arms so she can wow. have her own. Oh, damn. Um, wow, alright. That's so um, nice. That is really nice. So, go ahead and roll I, a religion check for me. I don't With know advantage. if this would help at all. Mm-hmm. But like, I know Mage Hand. Maybe that's something they're interested in too. You know, maybe that could help. Okay, so um, with a seventeen, you are successfully able to sort of lay the groundwork of monkhood. Let's see. Um, um, she's would be like a high, high intelligence person. I'll give her a plus three. Um, let's see if she can kind of get the hang of it. Um, now with astral arms, is that like a basic? I can do that at level one kind of thing, or no? It's it's the subclass. So level three is when okay. arms would show up. Sure. No, you can't kill her, Pedro. Can't kill her now. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna have to make a freaking um. Uh, character she works. She's gonna be a monk. <laughs> so, let's see. So she rolled a seven with a plus three. It's a ten. So uh, she's struggling a little bit, but she is on her way to sort of delving into the monk. Dumb. I'll definitely, if you would like to continue doing this, I will most certainly just ask you for more rolls later. Uh, that being said, I think this sort of role counts for the entirety of this five-day trip. All right. I'm devoting the rest of Lavender's career to protecting this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So I'll make a personal note. Uh, Namin is studying to become a monk. She is very interested in... Uh, what you were talking about. You show her the astral projection arms and um, that absolutely piques her interest. Is anyone else doing anything? Um, I would like 
to do a bit of... Well, first of all, I have a question. How much... Uh, how many essential charges of Fine Familiar do we get out of the mishmash of components? Roll a D... Roll 2D8 for me. Okay. 14. So, there is enough spell components for 14 spells between all of you guys. That's a lot. That is a lot. But that's fine, because you guys are high level, and I'm rewarding you for your very hard effort. And that's specifically uh, like fine familiar, or just like random... Uh, low-cost components. These are just random components. Um, I would say that there's probably more than just low-cost. I would say, let's say you can probably do half of them would be high-cost components. Okay, so, okay. So, we will consult amongst ourselves in private chat. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, there is essentially yeah. I mean, there's enough for 14 spells worth of spell components. Um, seven of them, I would say, you could do higher level spells with them. Okay. Anything else? Um, sorry, one sec. Just okay, yeah, get... definitely take notes, write it all down. Um, the other thing I would like to do is, I think at this point. Rosewood's kind of curious about the other two that at first seemed really displeased about generally being near them. Um, Osmar and Mansa, which he has decided is her real name now and not a nickname. Um, So I think he's going to spend a lot of the time having Tulip spy on them. Just sort of spy on them. Mm -hmm. Sort of see where their uh, where their stance is amongst the party and like what their thoughts are like do we have to watch out for these people potentially trying to steal the boat or something sure so uh go ahead and roll a stealth check for me and then roll a perception check for me okay and this is with uh tulip stats Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that would be two flat 20s. Boom. All right. Okay. So a 20 for stealth and a 13 for perception. Nice. So with that 20 stealth roll, um, it's fair to say that uh, Osmar and Mansa... Do not notice Tulip. And it helps because there are rats just freely roaming <laughs> your ship. Um, so they do blend in and they sort they are of also crew members. Exactly. They, they've definitely just come become accustomed to seeing rodents just scurrying along. Especially during like, um, you know, dinner time in the common areas where everyone's eating and stuff. Anytime Jules doing anything. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Now, <clears throat> that being said, uh, you do actually over here. Um, the <laughs> you do actually over here the woman's name as you catch them in private moments. Let me just try and find it. Oh, I know where I put it. I put it... Good thing I have all this stuff neatly labeled. Okay. So, uh, the woman's name is... Uh, Uyara Sosa. You... Let me write it down. In the yes, chat. please do. <laughs> I would butcher the spelling of that name. In-game notes. Okay. Sosa. Okay. I gotta go. Gotta pull out my fancy new highlighter so I can highlight that. Okay. Are you chatting? Because you are muted. Oh, could you hear me at all? Did you hear me no. any of that? No. Yeah. Sorry, no. I, you mentioned the name. You're gonna you're gonna put it in chat, and that's the last we heard of you. And I muted myself. Well, that's a big disappointment. Okay. So, um, let me back up a little bit. Over the course of the five days, you. See through Tulip's eyes, correct? Yep. That they have become more relaxed. Um, they have come to believe that the immediate threat of you guys uh, is over. They realize, you know, that you're probably not going to kill them or press them into service uh, against their will. And you've been nothing but nice to them. Um, you could tell that Osmar's not too crazy about the rats. Um, <laughs> but he's dealing with it. Uh, and Uriah, you you are... Oh my god, sorry for my... I, I want to say Uriah, but uh, I believe it's uh, Yorar... Yor, Alright, Uriah, whatever. I'm just going to say Uriah. Yoriara. Uh, oh, forget it. It's a, it looks hard to pronounce. Yeah, this is what I get for Yara, Yar, Yara. Yeah, it's probably Yara. She's Portuguese, so it's probably Yara. Just a, an interesting. Pre yeah, that's what I'm gonna. 
She's probably uh, just an interesting way to spell uh, Yara. God, thankfully I landed on that. You know, you'd think with the amount of Spanish that I know, I'd be able to pronounce Portuguese a little bit better. Anyways. Uh, she is taking a liking to, you know, some of the more physical tasks on the boat. Uh, and she's sort of finding more and more excuses and uh, finding to, 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 to devote herself to some of the more physically arduous uh, tasks. Um, and in those moments, you see that she seems to be happy. Um, yeah, there doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, no talk of trying to overthrow you guys or anything like that. Especially now that um, the sea elves are on board. They're actually kind of interested to see where this is going. You know, they're talking about the Isle of Giants uh, with the sea elves. They do seem to take an interest in this journey. Um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to know? No, that that was pretty much it. Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, going to mark down forced crew no longer as forced on my sheets here. <laughs> well, I seem to recall you saying that, like, if they would like to leave, they can, right? We did. We yep. specifically so... were like, we're not forcing you here. We will drop you off in Parate when we can. If you want to leave now, go for it. Right. We'll give you some money. <laughs> like, right. I think we did give them money. Yep. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so, you know, they even have a little paycheck. They're getting paid, you know. It's not like they're slaves or or forced into servitude or anything like that. (laughs) So, all right. Over the five days, now that Jewel has access to third-level spells, she's gonna spend some time in the evenings sending out a notice to a bunch of her different clanmates. You know, specifically okay. her parents, and then the clan leaders, and then, you know, elders, and then anybody she knows who might be out and wandering around right now. All right. But, so, she'd probably, you know, five to ten of those over the five days. But this is going to be her general message. I'm assuming they have, like, a pseudo-radio-esque, you know, format. Because sending is a, you know... It's not a super high-level spell, so it's probably pretty common amongst people who are doing a lot of traveling. So, Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to think that you guys probably have your own little code words and language that you guys speak amongst each other. You know, sort of like how truckers... I imagine that you guys are like truckers in that sense. Do you guys have your own uh-huh. little language that you speak? It's like, identify yourself, message, over. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, you know what that means, Leah? I hope that you can send me stuff on your backstory. Yes, I will send you a little uh, more about specifically who she'd be contacting. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you get some messages back. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any interactions with what you describe. Um, you find that, uh, Two of the people that you made contact with uh, are around the Zagway Empire. Uh, One is in the trading posts near the southern jungles. uh, And one is in Borden Lao on the northern side, uh, sort of between the waters of Borden Lao and Kiev. 
Um, although, now that I... Hmm, I need to change that s- spelling. Uh, funnily enough, Kiev is based on sort of Ukrainian Russia, and I think, in light of everything, I might have to change it away from the Russian spelling, and uh, more of the Ukrainian... My God. Or, uh, I'm not saying that I'm prophetic, but a lot of things. Uh, anyways, so I'll, I'll have I'll have to um, change that in my own personal notes. Yeah, um, and then so they, um, the one near Bordenlau in Kiev talks to you about the portal that has opened up above Kiev. Um, known as the Skyfall incident. Um, and they ask you, you know, so you sort of have back and forth correspondence with that one. Um, do you sort of fill him in or fill them in? I don't know uh, who you decide to choose that to be um, on maybe some of the information that you have gleaned because of your relation with Oma. She'd definitely pass along any knowledge that she thought would be important for, specifically yeah. for that one, but then just in general for the clan. I'm sure they have, like, their own communication networks, so important information can get, you know, distributed, or at least, you know, people can check in in specific cities and, like, find out what's been going on with the rest of the clan, because they don't have that kind yeah. of magic. So, um, in fact... You pique this person's interest so much that they are going to sail from northern Borden Lao uh, to Kiev and actually try and make their way to Skyfall. Um, and they are going to try and find out what they can learn about this kind of stuff. And they're okay. going to report back to you. So make a note of that. I'm making a note of it here. Both got the contacts. Is that all you would like to do? Yes. Okay. Um, do you know... Uh, you said you wanted to message your parents? Yep. There are, are you... a couple of the... Uh... <coughs> she would definitely want to make sure, like, Hi, I'm alive. Traveling with companions. Stay away from portals. Love you, bye. <laughs> of course. Um, are your parents currently in the um, Zagway Empire because it's sort of like, you know, on there's like an off-season with you guys, right? Where it's like a couple years you adventure, a couple years you take care yeah. of the clan. They're probably back out on the road again. Okay. Yeah, so they are very excited to hear from you. They travel together, of course. Yeah. Um, and we'll say that they're actually in... Um, they are in Krosno, uh, on their way to the Western Deserts. They've never been there before, and they've heard a lot of things about old uh, elven ruins there that have piqued their interest. So they're heading over to the Western Deserts to uh, cowboy it up over there. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, would anyone else like to do anything? During some point in the trip, no particular time, Geth just wants to connect a little bit more with Oma because we've been so go, 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 and uh, yeah, just a little bit of a talk there, DM. Yeah. Go for it. 
yeah. Um, she probably comes to you uh, one of these days is that you're studying or something like that. Mm-hmm. And during this time, she's actually just had her 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 armor off to the side. It's actually been wearing the nice clothes that she got. So um, she's been cleaning, doing all this other stuff, doing like whatever the vestiges are required. She made a whole bunch of honey cakes as well as like different kinds of teas and other things like that. And so she'll probably bring it to you and like... Here, I, I made some cakes, and, and I know you you must be thirsty. Been studying so much. Yeah, more pouring over this map of the area, and uh, just you know, we had those um, parate war plans or whatever. I'm just seeing if there's anything else on this map that I copied that would make sense. I'm I'm glad that you've actually uh, you've come. Thank you so much, and I take the tea and eat the little honey cake if that's what you brought mm-hmm. um and maybe we're uh just in a little cabin there and uh oma it's been a long time that we've been traveling together in the grand scheme of things i mean i guess <sighs> i forgot we put the drown victim drown uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep that's kidding. there yeah. Um but uh Oma it's I haven't had much time to talk a little one on one and I just I wanted to check in because um I'm just I'm deeply moved by honestly by your cause by you know that before I was in the Shimmering Isles region I traveled with my father around Jongtao and a little bit around Tamim, and mostly around the north of Galicia and Evierno, running supplies, and we always tried to did right, do right while making enough profit to, you know, give back to to the people of, you know, my neighbors and uh, my father. We were able to change that. It may seem like we are insignificant in the plays on the chessboard. But understand that hey, the deities may fight one another, the difference of power, it matters not. 
the, the, the pawns can still take out a king. I suppose and you're right. It was not for us. It would happen. So even though it may seem small, what we do can affect many things. Many things. I think I think more what I'm saying is before you happened across us with our ship that went down and all the goods and everything like that. I'm just saying your mission just seems grand. It seems quite widespread for you and your order and I guess I'm just saying that I feel like I'm actually doing something for the world while we've been traveling together and I look back and I know you know I've made a lot of friends and connections and I've helped a lot of individual people but like you said in Artem Salem that was I mean we've been adventurers or at least myself for a number of years now and that's one of the first times, especially with uh, the Jaguar Shadows and everyone. We've just been pulling such grand strings. We've more or less been snipping, rearranging the strings. Sometimes it's, it's what you do. And it's not the grand thing what I do. I just... I see a lot in you. I see that you have the mind and capability to see these nefarious or destructive machinations, plans, and you're able to see what you would need to do in order to make it where it either doesn't succeed or doesn't hurt everyone. That right there is what makes well, it is what makes one of our order one of the watchers. We watch everything. We get involved whenever it's needed. I suppose I am viewing this as a bit of a balance, which I do in a lot of the cases. It's It just seems so chaotic, and chaos isn't necessarily bad. It's just there's both good and bad in this world, and I, I see you're balancing that as best you can, and I just I admire it is all, and I appreciate your... I appreciate running into you, whatever fates or mechanisms befell before. That's all I'm saying. Ah. Well, if you ever wish to learn more about what I have or what I know, I do not mind passing it on to you. It's a... I mean, I'm always... I'm not going to turn down anything that's offered, so that would be a a bad deal for all around. (laughs) She nods. 
she uh, uh, says, well, I, I can let you get back to the stuff. I don't want to make it where you don't have time to be able to do what you need to do. Of course, I'll uh, I'll get back to seeing if I can make any heads or tails of this. <laughs> That's a good exchange there. Would anyone like to do anything else? I have made honey cakes for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I, just just gonna have to drop off in like five ten minutes for a bit, and then I. I'll jump back in. Okay. The sea elves are very excited to try this honey cake. I guess they don't have undersea. Yeah, they they keep calling everything dry food, dry land food, <laughs> and they approach it with varying degrees of excitement. I guess the only thing that I'd be interested in doing with the help of any, you know, rosebud or jewel or or Mansa, whatever, I don't know her actual name until, unless Rosebud shares it. Um, and everyone would be just general, like, ship stuff. Like, we have a hot tub canoe sort of thing in the... So, Wes, I don't know if you were here for that, but the sea elves were just going to, like, drag themselves behind the boat. So, with, uh, with the help from Rosebud, to keep wet, we basically set up the canoe that we built into, like, a, a sea tub. Inside the oh, okay. so they can't. They need, I guess, water to moisture. Uh, okay. They're down in the hold with all the rats in it's essentially a pseudo hot tub. Yes, I did make honey cakes for rats too. I'm just saying. But the leaders, the leaders get it. Yeah. Almost give me a hell of a lot. <laughs> Yeah, well, more than anything, uh, I guess what I'm just trying to say is if there's any ship maintenance or any upgrades that we want to do that we can do while well in motion, I think someone wanted to put a plate at one point there. Rosebud? I don't remember. Maybe you already did that. I, I don't think I... You mean, like, put the name of the ship on? Yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I already did that. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's about it then. Okay, so... I need someone to roll me two d20s. Want to do one each person? Let's get a let's get a Wes in there and uh, I don't know, Jewel, Wes and Jewel do a d20 each, maybe for your run. Oh, Maybe no. I shouldn't have uh, been so excited to roll something today. <laughs> oh. Dice roller said no. <laughs> um, over the journey, um, the storms sort of roll in in the distance, and fog uh, begins to dog you for a majority of uh, your trip. I need the quartermaster of Ender to make a wisdom survival roll to make sure that they don't get lost, that you don't get lost. At some point here, by the way, I forgot. 
did we actually as a group want to stop in at a port for shopping i don't actually know if that was official we didn't really say it we if kind of discussed like if there was something like a large city on our way because we figured that a large city would be what we needed to sell yeah. the stuff that we yeah. had so just a heads up, uh, there was some background chatter there, Pedro, that we were like, oh yeah, maybe we'll stop in a city if it's along the coast that we're going. But uh, okay. wherever that happens, maybe. So. Let me take a look at some of the cities. So, um, there is Olangpo in the west and Makati in the north. And then there's also uh, Puerto Ruiz surrounding Fort Ronaldo, which is essentially the capital, also uh, in the north. Um, you are probably going to pass through Olangpo, which is the western city, and it is a large one. Um, I don't have a description for it, because I wasn't expecting the shopping this uh, session. I apologize. Well, I figured you guys would have done it after could, the island. No, we could it, do it after. Yeah, no, no, if you guys want to stop and shop, that's totally within your right uh, to to do. You'll just have to forgive the lack of uh, descriptions. I think it was more some people wanted to grab like a couple odds and ends, so we don't need to do like crazy roleplay on it either. Yeah. Just sort of like can we, can we just do this? give you a list. Can we just yeah. do a list? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say that if you're you're probably gonna have a hard time finding like nice like magical items and stuff, super rare stuff, unless you go specifically like to. Yeah, you could probably find basics anywhere uh, along the. Two questions. First question. Is the price of trade goods also divided by 10? Yes, everything's divided by 10. Okay. <laughs> uh, then answer number two. How much metal could I buy? Um, How much metal is in stock? It's a better question. <laughs> so I guess... I will, that... I will take every odds and end. I'll take crappy scrapped swords. I'll take just metal that was not pure enough for them to use like anything i can get my hands on he wants to load up a few crates of metal onto the ship is what sure, he's saying absolutely um let me take a look at the trade goods i'm assuming that's going to be in the dungeon masters guide uh, is that yeah. in the player's handbook it's i think it's in the dmg here i'll, I'll just link it because i have it right here trade goods 
Chat, now the chatter. only the only catch that I'm kind of interested in doing is depending on what the role was that Wes had, maybe Wes could hear whatever the description is of our approach. That was the only thing I was worried about stalling us with the shopping question, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what? Because I know you have to run pretty quick, and I'm assuming like we'll do the shopping and then all the cool stuff's going to happen after you leave, and I'm going to be yeah. sad for you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um. Okay. So, um, you were looking for iron, um, copper, iron. what? Iron. Iron. Lordy lord. All right. <laughs> so that would be one copper per pound. <laughs> so one copper per pound, and you have how much you're willing to spend? Money, seven gold. <laughs> 27 gold. So are you saying that you want to you're willing to spend all of it? Hello? You're coming in and out. Before we do, maybe can we see how much our ship can actually hold? <laughs> do not stand before me in my metal. Um I'm assuming a lot. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, you guys have a I know you guys don't have a I believe check. Could we hold 2,700 pounds of metal? Oh, good yeah, god! Probably, but... <laughs> that seems like is, a lot. Do you want to hold that much? That does seem like a lot. <laughs> Let me dream. <laughs> yeah, that's I believe overkill. I made you guys... I gave you guys a... A sail ship, correct? Uh, keelboat, to be exact, I believe. Keelboat. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Yeah, I think it was just a keelboat. Okay. Thank you. But I think this keelboat had a hold on, like, some of the other ones. was sort of... Mm-hmm. There's the keelboat. I'm looking at it now. Argo capacity is half a ton. So, uh, half a ton... Is one ton is two thousand pounds, so okay. half a ton would be a thousand pounds. There you go, a thousand right. pounds. So you have and a that's thousand cargo pounds capacity, and we've probably got you know a lot of other stuff. stuff. Yeah. So oh, okay, we probably okay. let you get about you know five hundred pounds. Max. Yeah, four hundred <laughs> max somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. <sighs> All right, I guess. Well, we first, first things first. Pedro, how yes. much raw metal would you say it would take to make the constructs uh, that I was planning on making? Um, uh, two medium, one small at the moment. I mean, I would think a lot, right? Because aren't these like pounds? Yes. Uh, so, and this is like, oh god! I mean, if I can only, I would first... think the medium would be like. To be like a, a human-sized thing of iron, it would be like what, uh, two hundred pounds of of metal. Okay, then I would think. Right, I mean, it's, 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 I, I will... it's, 
do that at another time then. For now, I'll just get enough for the one small sized construct. Um, just like that, the helmet thing. Um, and then, uh, 65, uh, actually only 10 additional pounds for being able to upgrade my, uh, metal to plate armor. My armor to plate armor, rather. So all okay. in all, how much would you say for like a small, Helmet-sized thingamabob with mobility arms. Yeah, helmet size and it has arms. How long are the arms? Um, to put it exact, it has to be to fall under the small category. So. Hold on, let me check out the size categories. I mean, a helmet size thing that's plus some arms. And it's not like it's a solid piece of metal, right? It's like got it, space in it? Yes, uh, including I'll need to buy also cushioning for the inside of it. I mean, like, I would just ballpark personally no more than 40 pounds for that. That seems like an extreme amount for that size of a thing. If there's uh, metal space in it, because metal's like metal's not that heavy when you have it in like sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not talking like solid bricks of the stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, I found a, a little guide thing. Uh, for small creatures, the maximum height is four feet, and the maximum weight is sixty pounds, according to the mud. This. Uh, one in 3.5. I don't think there's one properly for 5e. Okay. Um, References full, of other small critters and are And that's eagles, like a full-on, like, yeah, that's like a gnome, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'd say probably a third of that. Not even. If you're just doing, like, a helmet, hollowed-out helmet with some, like, three-foot arms, you know, or I guess maybe, like, a six-foot wingspan, or five-foot wingspan. You know, we could probably use Warforged as a better template for like what D thinks is average and like an average six foot warforge is 270 pounds right okay. so like just the helmet of that would be like yeah partially hollow I don't know. all right then i will aim to i would say that'd be around what 15 pounds 20 pounds yeah like at most yeah okay. just to be a helm i i'll say it's probably like 20 pounds okay I'll just spend then um, the 10 plus the 20, so 3 silver to get 30 pounds worth so that I can do that initial construct and then uh, upgrade my gear. Yeah, and like you can fit more Rosebud. It's fine. We just didn't want 2,000 pounds of metal on our (laughs) 1,000-pound boat cargo limit. Oh, it's okay. I I can wait. It will give me more time to gather inspiration. Well, you should have some metal laying around for more inspiration anymore. Anyways, so grab a, at least a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> I'll get... Uh, how much does one gold get me? That would get me 100 pounds. Done. Do that. That's a great right. amount of... Like, you that is a lot. That is a lot. I'll cram so it all in the bag of holding. I think you'll be happy. Oh, yeah, you could cram most of this in the bag of holding, hey? Yeah, just the I'm weight like, limit for that. The weight limit, I think, is five hundred. So, mm-hmm. 
That's wild. <laughs> you can kill someone if you just dump the bag of holding on top of their head from like a, a large distance. Perfect. Okay, so if we get uh, Squeaks to carry the bag and then loosen it just enough to like drop a, a cannonball out of, hey, that's I mean, a, what they did during World danger War Danger from above. <laughs> they dropped. Oh, I mean, uh, they dropped a railroad. What is Squeaks pie? carrying capacity? Like five pounds. How much is a bag of holding? Uh, uh, the bag weighs fifteen pounds, oh, regardless bummer. of the All right, What about Andy or... Haversack? Maybe we need to aim for one of those. <laughs> um, but I mean, like flipping the conversation back on itself, there just straight up here, Josh. You can fit a bunch of metal in the bag of holding. Like honestly, a hundred, a hundred. Well, I mean, it's... grab a bit more. Okay, I mean, if it comes down to it, we can just sort of pour it out. So yeah, I'll, I'll aim for three hundred pounds. There you go, hundred like, pounds. Okay, so you metal. have crates. Actually, you don't have crates because you just shove it all in the bag of holding. I guess. Um, <laughs> is it like your... bars? Is it like iron bars, or is it like stuff that you then forge? Down? I imagine it's like an assortment of. Like knickknacks, paddywax. Knick-knack. You probably find, like you said, like impure metal that that doesn't really get used. You probably find some scrap metal, and you probably find a lot of iron ingots. I love your shopping list, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. All right. Um, anything else, um, jo- uh, Rosebud? I will also get uh, two square yards of silk uh, so that I can make the coziest little palace inside the helm for Tulip. Okay. So that'll be two more gold. Okay. Um, two gold out of like uh, 500, so... <laughs> well, I mean, right now, we don't, unless we can find someone to buy a bunch of pearls right now, I don't That's think That's true, so. yeah. I mean, you might be able to to pawn off some of the pearls. Um, you might not get like asking price though, depending on who you go to and Ooh. and stuff. I I have some gold if you need the gold. How much did you need? Who? You? I, Me? Yeah. I'm good. I'm I'm all good. I uh, I had twenty seven gold left over. Uh, so I spent uh, all in all. I'm down to so like four gold, and then I had three silver as well that I spent. So I, I'm golden. I'm good. I have so many things. Yep. I'm going to pick up a healer's kit because I don't um, think any of us has one. Yeah, we, we need really some. Get one. I I wanted to see if there were any That's healing potions. Idea. Okay. Um, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> I still can't. I can't I, get over how like detailed your shopping list is. There yeah. are specifics here, people. We got to yeah. keep scurvy away, and there are rats we gotta feed. We uh, need deep water fishing here. You know, I know we could probably send them over, but that's kind of mean by saying go go fish, <laughs> go on, go fish. Well, the question is, the question is, is do you want to drop the rats off? I, I I guess 
if they Tulip wish would ask if they still want to be on land and this land's good enough for them run free dream whatever dream you want to dream <laughs> so you you decide to say goodbye to the to the rats huh Oh god, okay. I'm getting teary eyed. <laughs> Alright, the rats are the rats um they bid you all farewell. There's none that uh, wants to stay. The ones that want to stay are the ones that are personally devoted to uh Jewel of the Mountain and their ninja, <laughs> with their ninja religion. My assassin rats. Your assassin rats. <laughs> um they choose to stay behind, but there is a large exodus, um, as you notice that there's an older-looking rat with a with like a Fu Manchu, um, who seems to lead the pack um, towards land. Jewel will like you know if, if she sees this exodus happening, she sees some of the rats staying and like staring at her. She will like <laughs> snarl at them and like lunge at them, not like to actually hurt anybody, but like, get out of here. Shoo! But then if they don't go, she'll just like go back to ignoring them for now. Oh, they no, are very... She's resilient. testing their you've, resolve. You've witnessed, the, you've witnessed them and they are therefore found worthy. All the more reason today. <laughs> oh my god. It has the opposite effect, Jewel of the Mountain. <laughs> so... That's beautiful. All right. Yeah, so uh, roll a d20 for me. Actually, roll roll 3d8. So, kind of low. Only nine decide to stay. You do manage to scare okay. some off. <laughs> but nine, nine, these nine rats are... The fearless ones. Bonded uh, by trial and fire. <laughs> um, yeah. I like to imagine Tulip stood there waiting, expecting some to stay with him too, and they all just went. <laughs> I am absolutely not about to roll for more <laughs> rat conflict. <laughs> but it was so good. <laughs> okay. Alright, alright, alright. So, how about some will stay? Because some want to make it to the Great Promised Land. Yeah. No, so, it, it's okay. I was just, I was just teasing. But the, the whole promise was to let them get to the land when we could. So exactly. Um, oh. I do have one last question. That's how much? How many sticks of incense would you say three gold could get me? Because I know we did the prices before, and I do not remember them. Yeah. Um... I don't remember either. I know that um, incense is like by like the pound or something. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, it is. Like, like, yeah. the player's handbook. Um, like, are we talking incense as in like non-spell component incense? Just non-spe- general, yeah, non-spell component. Just the incense he uses for generally burning. Um, let me look it up. So over the five days, I would have burned through all my incense. Okay. So 
Uh, you can probably buy like a block of incense. You could probably find a block of incense for five silver. Mm. Yeah, we'll say like a five silver. Okay. And how much? Uh, how many in uses would a block of incense have? At least, I would say several weeks. Several weeks. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy. Uh, ink. Three weeks. Sorry, three uh, blocks of incense to just have burning in the background. Okay. So you are you are blocked up. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that's what one gold and five silver. Um, I'm yeah. going to purchase. Out anymore. <laughs> say that. That's all good. I'm purchasing two healing kits. Okay. Uh, before uh, we, is that the entire shopping list, or is that just your shopping list? That's monsters? just mine. Okay, so let's, <laughs> I'll write let's mine go down. through. Yeah, let's go through almost first because she posted it. Okay, so um. Yeah, you could probably find all that basic stuff. Um, I don't know what we would need for deep water fishing, to be honest. So I'm guessing a net. Yeah, doing I would think ch- a net. Yeah. Uh, I imagine we could have the some of the people. Like that chum. Are yeah. Also, you have sea elves. Just saying. I so know, if you but, want them to fish, I know, but I feel bad about saying, "Hey, go overboard and go get us some fish." That's kind of well, I'm sure they they'd be happy to contribute. Yeah, you did, you know, save their city and are bringing them to the land of their ancestors. It's kind of like you know a big deal or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you get the, you get to pull that card. But but they're all scholars, and we'd be like, "Go fish," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh." All right, just to hold my book, let me try. <laughs> you know. Well. Wow. Uh, but just for putting it on the ship to make sure that we have. Sure. Okay. Um. So let's see. And since we were kind of, I'm I'm trying to trying to base the list of food off of the different type of culture you had based the Shimmering Isles on. Yeah, it would be like Filipino traditional Tagalog style. It's exactly. That's why I was saying palm sugar, coconut oil, fish oil, and whatever spices and herbs that would come with with that particular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, the flour doesn't necessarily have to be wheat flour. It can be um, like a, a rice flour or a, any other kind of grain. Yeah, you'd probably find rice flour, a lot of rice patties yeah. um, in that area. <clears throat> um, the net is one gold, so it'd be one it'd be one silver piece. Okay. Divide that by ten, right? Well, yeah, because that's, that's 100 copper. Okay. Divide that by ten. No, 100 copper is one silver. And then... Ten silver is 
Oh, good lord. Ten silver is uh, one gold. gold. So, one gold would be what, a thousand copper? What am I even doing? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. So, a thousand <laughs> copper divided by ten would just be ten copper? <laughs> Wait, hold on. hundred copper. Thank you. This is why I'm not in air traffic control because no, I don't. I'm not good at math. Okay. You can do it. I, I can't do math on the spot. I need to like write it down and. Uh, yeah, okay, that's why, that's why we have calculators. All right. Okay. So we settled on a hundred copper, right? Yeah, we settled on hundred copper, which is one silver. Okay. Okay. For the net. Um. Yep. Okay, you could find a barrel of wine. You could find like rice wine. Okay. We had this all in the other campaign with a barrel of wine. Um Yeah, it says cheap cheap wine is um like uh fifteen gold pieces mm-hmm. in the five E book, so one point five gold. Yeah. Oh okay. I would think you could have 30 bottles of wine in one barrel, right? Yeah. I think that seems like a reasonable number. Yeah. So that'd be 45 gold total okay. for the barrel. Um, You might be able to haggle if you'd like. So forty-five gold, and they th- then I'll just do it by the 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 uh, uh, do it by the bottle then, because I, I, all I'm looking for is like it would be the equivalent of two gallons of wine. Oh yeah, that's I mean a barrel of wine is way more than two yeah, gallons. Yeah, I I was that's why I was thinking a small barrel, like the smaller yeah. uh, handheld variety. Okay, well then, um, I'd say you could probably find one for like 10 gold. Okay. Um, candied mango would be pretty easy to find. You could probably get a bunch of candied mango, like a whole bundle of it, probably for like, I'd say like one silver. Because it's like a snack. And, you know, there's an island, so there's plenty of mango to go around. Uh, the cloth and some thread. I think that's a trade good, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, let's see. Like a spindle. Is that what you're looking yeah. for? All right. 
So hmm. I'll say that you could probably find like a spindle of cloth for like five silver. Uh, no, that seems kind of high. I would think maybe three silver for like a spindle. Okay. So it's more than five yards. It's plenty. As I believe is a spindle is like. Hmm. I was thinking a spindle is for the thread. What you're probably talking about is a. Uh, oh. I'm thinking of like rugs. Yeah. You I know, know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just like that sort of. Which, you know, I guess now that I think about it, if you only want like a thread. I would say that probably only costs you like five copper. So it's a bolt. Like a bolt. Bolt is what they call it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You could probably find like a bolt for like five copper. Okay. Lord, I'm not good at this. Okay. I was just going to let you, if you want to do a flat, say this is going to cost you X amount. You know, I might have to do that in the future, but we're already at the end of the list, so here we go. Um, I'll say that you're able to find, um, you're able to find one healing potion along with the healer's kits. Okay. So why don't you roll a d4 for me to figure out what kind of healing potion it is. Uh, while we're in town, Jewel, were you going to try to find someone for the needle? Oh, that's a If good this idea. was a big enough town that they would have a person who would be likely to buy it, then yes, she absolutely would look for somebody to sell the needle. Oh, I thought to. you were using it. My mistake. Oh, the, uh, no, the life well tattoo? Yeah. I mean, she's kind of interested in it, but... You know, she's still getting used to her Eldritch Claw tattoo, so she's not really up for something right away. So if the others, I mean, she would happily hand it off to somebody else if they wanted to use it. If if I may offer Oma, who is always front line and taking the most damage out of all of us, (laughs) plus it would pair nicely with her uh, the Orcish thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Home mean, the unkillable. as long as you're okay with the attunement slot use. Um, Are you already fully yeah. attuned? No, I'm not. That might be okay, useful. Okay, then Jewel would happily hand it over to Oma if Oma wanted to go find a tattooist to get her. Would we be able to find a, another tattooist around here? Would we have time? Sure. In a bigger okay. city. But it would it would take 
a lot of time if you're uh, yeah. going to get a I, I, I think, like selling it. Uh, I would wait until we can actually we'll get... Wait. Yeah. Okay. Um, you only find a common healing potion of healing. Okay, that's fine. And, then, uh, and you only... Sorry? And the healer's kits. And you find the healer's kits. Okay. So I believe that's everything. Uh, the and yeah, all the extraneous like five pounds of flour, yeah, fifty pounds of rice, all the food stuff. You could probably find that for like five silver. Okay. Total, all the sort of random assortment of, and then obviously the one gold of spices and herbs. Mm-hmm. So calculate that in. Should be good to go, right? And that includes the healer's kits, which are one gold total for two, and then the ten signal whistles. I have no idea what those even are, so you'll have to excuse me. What are those? Sorry, the question is what the healer kit is? No, the signal whistles are. Oh, like literally you've fallen off the boat and you're like blowing into the signal whistle. It's just a whistle. I was just like, we all need safety whistles. Okay. (laughs) I I thought it was like some, you know, D&D thing. No, just straight up I'm like, okay, how many of this? Okay, everyone take a whistle if you fall overboard and need to be rescued. Blow into this whistle. Yeah. Or if you see something weird and need to, you know. Rather than yelling, it's probably that was that was just the funny. I just like I was going through the items. I'm like signal whistle. Yeah, I'll get some of those. (laughs) All right. So, um, sure, you find these bone whistles essentially made out of bone. Perfect. All right. Tie some strings so that people can have them around their neck or something while we're on the boat. Okay. So, um, we've got everything accounted for? Yes. I think so. Okay, everyone has marked off the gold that it is required to do all this? I yep. am marking my two things now. Oh, I you're going to do the healer kit then? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, the fog rolls in over your travels, but with Lavender's help... You guys are successfully able to navigate through it. He's not here to see this. Sorry, Wes. Uh, but you do succeed with an 18. Uh, Jewel of the Mountain, I need you to make a survival uh, for ship handling. As do you, you want a water vehicles check? Yeah, it's just like a water vehicles. Yeah, so you set a good pace. Um, you're not lagging behind or anything like that. Um so yeah, you guys are able to She's successfully... teaching the uh the sea elves as they go. She's teaching them, you know, okay, pull on that rope now. Okay, everybody heave. Okay. You come up here. You're gonna point us that direction, okay? You got the wheel good. <laughs> like she she's gonna get these uh sea elves to help out and learn how a proper ship works. Yeah, and they happily um go along for the ride. Make a uh, perception check for me, Jewel. Okay. So, Focus on uh, what she's doing. 
So uh, we are going to take a quick 10-minute break because I have to pee. And then okay. uh, hopefully maybe Wes can jump back in by the time the 10 minutes are up. That's good. Uh, and then we will f- make our way to the island. Island! I'm Yay. so excited. Um, so my intent with the two healers kit is Geth will have one on him. Okay. Uh, who else wants the second one? It's just stabilizes from zero HP. I could do honestly, it. Honestly. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, like, oh, I was just going to say, honestly, I wouldn't need it. I have plus seven medicine, so I can just stabilize people with that. I, I would probably be the one that need it. Yeah. You'll actually... Well, you have lay on hands, though. I, right? I do, but most of the time it's just healing other people that I'm doing, so... I it's it's That's what I was thinking. Another person to jump in in the middle of it and stabilize. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why I was getting it. For if we, like, can't get or, to someone quickly. Uh, Lavender. Well, everyone except for Geth has healing, right? That's the only reason Geth so. was looking at it. Yeah. I gotta pee, so I'm gonna just go for Oh, no worries, Sorry. I thought you were gone. <laughs> Be back in a few. So maybe yeah, here's what I'm I'll do. To wash too. <laughs> we'll have one in the bag of holding and one on me. Okay. Because you've got your lay on hands, so you can just pop people up with oh, I've got, I've got lay on hands, I've got a whole bunch of other stuff too, so... Yeah. That's why I was getting the healing potions. Alright. Be right back. See you in 10. Such dancey music. Uh, healer.
back. Do, 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 do. I think I'm going to put most of these sundry goods in the, the main. Because I'm not keeping it on me. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> are, you, are you meaning like in the in the hold or in the uh, bag of holding? In, in our communal, this is what we have. So I guess it okay. would be in the boat. I mean, unless we're thinking the boat's going to sink. Fair enough. Uh, is there anything, by the way, that you'd like? Oh God, I really hope the boat doesn't sink. I have big plans for that boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, is there anything you want made from, out of the three hundred pounds? Like, uh, as Ryan said, he wants some caltrops. Is there anything you'd like? Well, fortunately, I can't do much better than plate armor. Yeah, you've, you've plated my armor, so I've got this really cool harpoon thing. Uh, the only thing I could think of is just uh, my shield. I don't know if you can upgrade the shield. I have a, like a, just a buckler right now. I don't think I can, but maybe Pedro will let us. Because uh... I'm pretty sure the only way you can is if you have uh, yeah. their yeah. magic. I'm not adding two to my armor class. I'm only adding one. Oh! I, I have a shield made of metal and wood. It's like a small buckler. I I thought all shields were plus two. That's even... what I thought. I, I, well, no, that's not what I thought. I thought that it was a plus five. Uh, sorry, a plus one. Um, yeah, shields should be plus two. Well, dang. Okay. So you're even tonkier. And then you uh, you also get this the plus one from my boost that I give you every day for your armor. Yeah. Already have so, that. So one. what would your So now what would your max be at then with, with an actual shield? Uh with an actual shield I would be at twenty two instead of twenty one. <laughs> I'm gonna shield of faith you and make that twenty four. <laughs> Hit Oma now <laughs> We dare ya. Can't hit the tank. You can't hurt the tank. Oh, Jade, why are you hiding? It's okay. Come here. It's okay. I don't know why you're spooked all of a sudden. No, Anybody Jade. You got some no. good uh, Tabaxi character names. Uh, yeah, sorry, that was Amics? a question in general. Yep. Um, I- I'm working on a. Uh, you guys should see my screen here. I've got, you know, my... I'm working on a rough outline of, okay, here's Jules' immediate family. Maternal grandparents, maternal aunts, uncles, and cousins. Paternal grandparents, paternal aunts, uncles, and cousins. Damn. And then all of the other miscellaneous... Or a bunch of miscellaneous notable clan mates. L- Luna the Lynx. Uh... If we're going by what they look like as a birth color. Or they choose their own name, don't they? Don't think so. I think they're usually... Um, it tends to be um, you know, based on elements, items. So, you know, parents will be like, 
We're, you know. Oh, hey, look, the, it just suddenly started raining right as our kid was born. We're going to call them, you know, quick rain. Or, you know, it just is something that catches their eye or something they think is important. Yeah, like, I remember you went into detail about why they named you Jewel the Mountain. Uh-huh, yeah. Her dad got a little distracted. He was supposed to come back earlier from his adventuring trip, but he was up in the mountains and he found this really cool jewel. And then he was looking at it and he realized, oh, wait, I'm supposed to have a kid soon. And almost was too late to actually be there when Jewel was born. I mean, when you can move the speed of sound, I guess it's fine. Uh Her her dad's name happens to be Lazy Cloud. (laughs) I like that. He goes by Cloud, but sometimes people will call him Lazy just because. Um. Hmm. Her older brother is Thunder in the Morning. Uh, I was just about to say something along the lines of, like, branch snapping or some sort of loud noise. So that's fair. Thunder in the Morning. Okay. Um, I mean, anything to do with flowering or blossom is kind of a theme in our world in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Lavender, tulip, etc. So, blossom of something. It's okay, Rosebud, you're not etc. in my heart. <laughs> the familiar Rosebud, gets noticed. <laughs> Rosebud's not an etc. You were just assumed. You know, I'm sure there's probably like a flower named Jewel. Uh, I would I would assume so as much. What's like food based names? There's got to be some some parents that really like certain food. Yeah, just have a whole family just named yeah. food. Imagine being named like egg salad. <laughs> Hello, my name I is potato stick. My name is French fry. Oh god. Although I guess it'd be something else. Yeah, it's like potato stick. <laughs> Potatoes take out. Yeah, but I've got um, Tome of Secrets, Cloud in the Sky, Twin Flower, Quiet Dream, Poem of Summer, Clever Riddle, Quick Rain, Peak of Mountains, Serpent Scale, Shadow of a Star, Game of Chance, Secret Garden, Bold Bear, Wish Upon a Star, Tale of Wonder, Tale of Wonder, Uh, rain of Fall, Stroke of a Brush, Dangling Lace, Plume of Smoke, Hidden Depths, Four-Leaf Clover, and Windy Shore. Bird Chaser. That seems on the nose. I don't know. Um, House Muncher? Those are all very... That's a very that, that's, one. That's more. That's more like a bugbear named Mouse Muncher. Yeah. Mouse Muncher sounds like it's a, a mean-spirited nickname. Yeah, it really does. Yep. You mouse muncher. <laughs> oh, Jim ain't nothing but a mouse muncher. Poor Jim. Um, Don't know his front end from his back end. That mouse muncher. <laughs> Sorry? Oh, I was just like, I, at first I was, you know, going through this and I realized I had, like, you know, two different that had, like, you know... Because, of course, if they have, like, you know, the four-part names, like, okay, well, they only usually go by, like, one. So, like, Jewel of the Mountain, she just goes by Jewel most of the time. But occasionally you'll have, like, two different names, but they both happen to go by, you know, Chance or something like that. You know, I was like, oh, wait, I've got three different people all with the same nickname here. That might get confusing. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Silken Russell? I don't know. 
just saying things now. Where are they from again? Are they all over? Is Parate their base of operation, or is it Shimmer Isle? No, they're... So they're, you know, the main island is just off the coast of the Zagwe Empire. And that's kind of like the core of their... At the very south end of our map here. Ah, there it is, right, right. Yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, I'm sure there's lots of other, you know, smaller groups of tabaxi families bought it all over the place. But that's like one of their big, you know. Shifting sands. Um, I like traveling fog. That's good. Oh, that one. one's good. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Maybe Blue Wanderer. Mm-hmm. I like um, Skipper of Rocks. <laughs> Now Zin, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, let's start filling in some more details here now. Okay. Yeah, if you're well, going to have me interacting with you, then oh, I yes, would appreciate so. some some detail. <laughs> w- woven fate or something like that's that. That's a good one. Uh-huh. It just makes me think of all Halvard's family that we never got. <laughs> uh, you can probably just copy-paste that to Leah. It'll be good. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe you'll uh, run into him if you ever go to Tamim. Hopefully alive, right? Alive? <laughs> oh, the silence no is disconcerting. Answer. The silence yeah. is, uh... <laughs> yeah. And then he laughs. Well, you know, I'm laughing at the joke. <laughs> oh, sure you are. <laughs> um. By the way, uh, at some point while we were traveling, after I got the medal, I would have fabricated the uh, little construct, but not revealed it to the party yet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also Which we'll for... be using skeleton stats. Just so they uh, can move faster. Also, uh, Josh, for the bag of caltrops on the player handbook, it looks like a bag is considered 20, which is 2 pounds. So what you're seeing is 0. 0.1. Oh, I don't know why yeah. they put it. It's, they wrote it's it like that. It's, point, it's 0. 0.1 per caltrop is what they're oh. saying there. Okay, well then, how many, uh, the the question stands, how many bags of Caltrops you want? I mean, I was thinking about it for, for use plus for actual potential Caltrop use, um, so I guess two, make 50 Caltrops, which is two and a half bags. Okay. Yeah. That's a nice uneven number for us. <laughs> oh no, make three bags then. We'll just stick one of the bags in the. Uh... Well, actually, that actually that's fine. If it's half a bag of Caltrops, then it's just five. Yeah, that's fine. I did the half math a, wrong. My half head. a bag's ten, so it'd be it'd be fifty total, fifty individual Caltrops total. Which yeah, is so two ba- two and a half bags. So that all in all, yeah. that would be five pounds because they're two bags, two pounds yeah. per bag. Exactly. I will remove. Uh, I will also uh, I will also fabricate assuming how many how many days do we have before we reach the the new place? 
from the the town. Oh, Wes. Wes, we welcome just, back. We just finished shopping. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> and my break paid off. We went. We threw it to the commercial break. Yeah. Hoping that you'd be able to join us. Is there anything that you wanted to buy? We, we I think we settled on like a nothing fancy sort of port town on the way. I mean, I think he would just uh, like snacks and food, like okay. sweets or something. I don't know. Sure. You got uh, something to appease other other people. Oh, you did miss a major plot point, though. We no longer have as many rats on the boat. Oh yes, I think he missed the entire rat arc from I start to finish. Rat arc. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, rats are just a back burner thing for him. That's so funny. There are nine left that um, revere Jewel as some kind of death god, and there are little assassin rats that decided to stick along with our group for now. Oh, we're getting a whole B team with a monk and some some rogue rats, huh? Uh-huh. Wild, yeah. Just watch. One of these days, we're gonna come across one of those like headband of, of an intellect or something. We're gonna put it on one of the rats. Be like, here, we're, we're gonna turn you into a a rat, you know, wizard. You How much awake the rats again? Huh? Awaken. Awaken. Uh, yeah, you can awaken them, yeah. Oh, bards can do it! Can do yeah. what? <laughs> Once you get 5th level spells, if you wanted to, and to spend 100 gold, uh, you could awaken these rats. Really? Yeah, awaken That's is apparently a bard spell. pretty fun. <laughs> Question is, will I ever get that far in spells? That's the big question. Yeah, with your track record, I don't know. If I hey, if I get it to ninth level in Bard, I, we could do that. Okay. So are we gonna do like a like a five level time skip, Pedro? Huh? That's what I'm hearing. Let's come back all grizzled. <laughs> We've seen shit. Wild. How many arms can we lose amongst if, our party? If I want to make you guys do anything, you guys are gonna play as uh, Osmar, uh, Yara. <laughs> The awa- oh, an awakened rat, uh, <laughs> and one of the sea elves. Yes. <laughs> yes, just watch. We're, we're getting our backup characters like, <laughs> yeah. set up to go here. Um, oh, also, uh, if everyone would be so kind as to add to their character sheets one signal whistle, which is an item in D&D Beyond, okay. uh, or Rule 20, unless you somehow want to refuse it, but Geth was like, if we get separated on the water and we can't see each other for some reason, we should have these signal whistles that go far, I've heard. Okay. So, we've each got a signal whistle. Rosebud will not turn down a free whistle. Take it. Um, real quick, how do we want to quickly spread out the components the mishmash components um do we just want to leave them in the bag of holding for now and then just take from them as needed i think yes though uh given the nature of spells and stuff the only spell i have that requires components from what i could tell 
is teleport is now at this point teleport one that consumes them anyway um so maybe i'll just i'll change the bag of holding and note down that it only has six remaining and i will keep a one set okay on me because that makes sense so that in case of emergencies i will only pull from it myself if tulip dies which hopefully won't happen anymore yeah, it's uh, rare chalk snakes infused with precious gems. Yeah, so. I have made lots of food during this journey. <laughs> For this five days, you have constantly had, like, really warm, nice cooked meals. Heck yeah. Oh, and the number oh, of signal... Oh, my best grandma. The number of signal whistles, uh, Pedro, not that it really matters, but I definitely got one for both um, Mansa and uh, Osmar. And uh, found out her name now is Yara. No, no, I didn't find that out. Rosebud did. That's true. Yeah, Rosebud, yeah. Uh, he, he, it's not like he'd want to hide anything from you guys, but uh, where he's from, names are kind of important. So if she doesn't want us to know the name, he won't tell anybody. Either way, um, the sea elves, if they want a signal whistle, I got enough for them too. Oh no, sea elf overboard. (laughs) Well, no, just like for fun and, you know. (laughs) Just for fun. Would they want to make them feel at home? Yeah. What? I'm sorry, I was reading something. What? That's all good. Would the sea elves like a signal whistle as well? That is the last um, piece. Sure, they also okay. get signal Everyone whistles. has it. I bought exactly enough for everyone to have one then. Is there like, um, what's the word? Uh, a description for this item, or is it just like a whistle? It's just a whistle. It's just like if you've ever been on the ocean and you have those little whistles on the side of your life jacket. It's just like, <laughs> that's it. It's not like an instrument or anything. It's just for like shrill, loud noise. So, because whistles are much easier to hear over long distances than yelling. That's it. Okay. So, are we all? I think so. Ready to? I am so ready for the island. Okay. So, after about five days hugging the coast, Fikri lays out his map with you, Lavender, and you, Jewel of the Mountain. And he says, If we head west at this angle, we should be here by nightfall. And so you push on the final leg of your journey the fog that has dogged you this entire trip clears up for the remainder of the evening much to your relief which leaves a clear sky that mirrors the open ocean all around you. The hot sun shines upon calm waters and the sound of waves bumping against the hull lull you into warm content. Every direction is nothing but barren blue. 
It's desolate. It's empty. Fikri, so close to Journey's End, is visibly nervous, checking the map on a regular basis, fidgeting with navigation tools, looking over your shoulder all the time, Lavender. What's strange is, the further out west you go, the more empty it becomes. The birds drop off, hoping to find the safety of shore. And the ship, or excuse me, and the fish swimming beneath the ship that you occasionally saw are nowhere to be found. It's almost as if you are the only thing on an alien planet. Then, a speck breaks the monotony, bobbing above the distant bow of the ship. Namin peers over the edge with a furrowed brow. She nudges her brother, who looks around nervously. He excuses himself and goes under the ship into the hold. Beck turns into a blanket of fog. You guys have already dealt with quite a bit of it, so it wasn't too problematic at first. But then, as an hour passes and the fog reaches the ship, it's a strange pinkish color. It almost has a weight to it that none of you can rightly recognize where it comes from. Beyond the fog, there's an island that shifts in and out of focus. Namin and Misfar whisper to themselves. Osmar is handling some of the rigging, and he's just staring out, dumbstruck. I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. Oh no. Um, slight maintenance of general oh, no. life oh. thing before <laughs> we make all of these saves fully. I mean, like, I'll all make right. the save. Go on, sorry. Oh, what mine should be mine should be eleven. I I clicked a wisdom check, not as wisdom saving throws. Are we around throw. Oma for her bonus? I mean, are you all huddled together? Are you at different parts of the ship? Probably partially different parts, so it depends on where Oma would be. Like, I guess, here's the thing. Did we get a call that we're close to the island? Because if we did, we might all come up deck, check it out. Oh, yeah. There would have been calls of land ho once as soon as we started think we saw something. 
That's a lot of sevens. That is. Surprising number of them. Okay, so the total is an 11 for Rosebud. Yep. A 7 for Jewel. An 11 for Lavender. 7 for Geth. 7 from Geth. And 20 for Oma, because... Oma is stunned by nothing. She's been doing cross-stitching. If you guys are watching her cross-stitch, I don't know if you're going to be next to her or not. Okay. Uh, Is this magical? Oh, right. Uh, What are you you again? That's true. Snake people. Wanti, that's what it is. Um, This is a magical effect. It's not a... Yeah, so so go ahead and roll again. Kind of like the idea of everyone failing. Um, Except Oma. Okay. (laughs) Um, Oma? uh, What are you doing? As the pinkish fog overtakes the ship. So if they said land ho, or was this just something that just kind of happened? I mean, the fog was in the distance. You had about an hour to come up. And then once the fog has sort of reached, that's when the island became visible. Okay. So you wouldn't have had too much time. But you would have had time to come up. Okay. Then I would have... Uh, would have come up in, in gear and I would have uh, started looking out looking over at what whatever was happening okay um, this is later in the evening Gef thank you Interesting. Okay. you said like right around nightfall time uh, yeah I, I said you know towards the, the setting of the sun Alma, you are squinting out through this fog, and you hear a heavy thud, and you look towards the noise, and it is death. He has fallen, unconscious. You hear another thud. It's Lavender. He has fallen unconscious. Another thud. Rosebud. Namin. Miss Far. They've all fallen unconscious. And it dawns on you. If they fall unconscious. Yes, Tulip is fine. Tulip <laughs> uh, Tulip runs up your shoulder. Uh, nervous that it's just you and and her, uh, and you. It dawns on you. Um, if my companions have fallen, then perhaps Jewel might have as well. Yeah, I'm gonna run to the top of the ship where the where you, the steering is. You run to the top of the ship, and you see. Jewel of the Mountain lying unconscious, draped over the wheel. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, we gotta slow down. Or I gotta wake her. So I, I, I go over to to her and I'm like, Ah, oh, Jewel. I kind of pat her on the on the cheek. Jewel, Jewel, come on, wake up. Wake up. 
He did not wake up. Uh, let's see. Um, you can always stab I'm her with a dagger and see if that wakes her up. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Lesser, Lesser Restoration on her. And those are the conditions that yeah. it heals specifically? I- This is neither a disease, uh, nor any of the listed conditions. Okay, so, uh, I'm, I go over to, uh, a, uh, are the sails up? Sails are up. Okay. And you see that Osmar is draping. Over the sails. Okay. Towards the ledge. I'm going to, uh, start, uh, uh, going over to, I'm going to try to drop anchor. Okay. You run over to the anchor and you quickly, uh, unfurl the coil of rope and chain and you throw it over. And you hear the splash and then the slamming of a door. And it is... Do you turn around? Yeah, I turn around. Uh, It is Manim, who ran below deck, and Yara, slash Mensa who was below deck at the time. And... Are they still awake? Upon entering... They are both still awake. Upon entering... Mina... uh, looks around, nervously. What? What's going on? Uh, I feel strange... And he falls to the deck, unconscious. Um, Yara catches him, and then looks to you with confusion. Something in the fog. Uh, Something in the fog. It is putting everyone to sleep. We need to stop the ship before we run into land. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. Help me with the sails. Uh, yes. Uh, and Yara, who rolled a natural 18... Is the only crew member left. And the two of you go about dealing with the sails. As the ship sort of lists wildly, now that nobody's at the helm, and the water sort of gets rougher. And then the anchor drops. I mean, you don't hear it, but... That's the noise I make. I need you to roll a... I need you to roll a dexterity check, and then with advantage, because Yara is helping with the sails. Actually, and then um, I need you to roll a d20 for me. Uh... Dexterity check. The general D twenty. Yes. 
with advantage. Okay. Oof. You are trying your best to handle these sails and the fog parts a little too quickly. And that's the D20. Okay. You are not able to get the sails ready in time. But as this island shifts in and out of reality almost, you do have time. So I'm going to let you roll one more time with advantage. There okay. we go. You fix the sails. And I go running up to the the, uh, the helm with her, and you know, try to try to get the the ship to to stop. Okay. Um, are you familiar with water vehicles? Nope. That's why I'm looking at her. <laughs> okay. Uh, she says, "Why don't you let me handle this?" Yes, go ahead. Uh, you do that. She she rolled a natural twenty. Oh, nice. She is able to um, handle the ship, and she looks to you and says, um, "I need you to go to up the crow's nest." I need to make sure we don't run into any reefs. This island, I I can't quite get a read on it. I can't tell if it's far or, or close. This this fog is is too strange. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I start getting up into the crow's nest. Okay. I need you to make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, with the 12, you see that there is a reef that you guys are heading towards. I tell her about the reef. We are heading right to reef! It's right and she ahead. veers. She misses, or she, you know, she, she, she drives uh, the ship away from this reef. I need you to roll another d20 for me. Holy shit! Okay. This island shifts in and out of view. That's strange because you are going straight for it, yet the distance seems to increase and then decrease. I need you to make another perception check. With disadvantage? With disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You don't see anything I, else. I yell, her, I yell down. I'm bog. like, I, I can't see anything. It keeps going in and out and in and out. Okay. She is going to make a check with disadvantage. 
Alma, you feel this shuddering. And you hear Yara curse out loud. Shit! We've hit something! Go below deck and check it out. We need to make sure we haven't taken on any water. I go down and go down below deck. To check for holes. Okay. You check and you see that in the cargo bay uh, near copious piles of metal, <laughs> scrap metal, uh, you are taking on water. I run back up and tell her that we're taking on water. You, you, you need to plug the hole. Do you know how? Oh, no, I don't. Do you know how to use uh, carpentry tools at all? Uh, a little, yes. Uh, okay. Um, w- w- uh, she nervously makes a decision. I go running back down. I see you keep sh- you keep at the staring. I go downstairs. Hang on. So y- you see, she's about to leave the helm to you, and then run down and do it herself. But you tell her that, and she decides to stay put. Okay. I, Just I grab the be quick. I grab the carpenter's kit. Head downstairs. Okay. You grab the carpenter's kit, and you... There is some, obviously, it's a ship, and, you know, so there's definitely some patchwork stuff. Uh, I need you to make a uh, sleight of hand as you are just uh, trying to plug this hole for me. Okay. I feel like we need to stop. What is this? That's, like, four in a row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are successfully able to plug it. The water that was once gushing is now trickling and eventually dies out. Everything seems okay, but who knows how much damage that that reef has done. You don't have a good look at it. Um, so I go back upstairs and I, I look at the others. I, I try to see if I can wake, wake one of them, slapping them around. You know, full force, no mercy. Time for tough love. Like, like you are like. This is very good time for you to wake up. Okay, so you uh, slap real hard. Yes. And they don't wake up. Oh shit! I need you to roll another twenty for me. What's got us, like, trapped here? As you... Who are you slapping? Uh, Jewel. Jewel, you're up on the... Uh, yeah. The quarter deck, I believe it's called. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Yara's yelling at you, You gotta wake her up! Wake her up! Uh, and the boat, the boat is rocking heavily, leaning to the right, and the fog suddenly clears. And the island is right there. Island! <laughs> We're crouching! Brace yourselves! I need you to make a deck save. I, I just want to call out... Are, don't we have the anchor down and the sails yeah, up? Yeah, sails are down, and, and I, 
I thought we would stop, but I guess we didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anchor didn't. hasn't caught on anything. <laughs> oh, I see. It's uh, Evil Island shenanigans. Gotcha. You grab the railing as the boat smashes into the black sands. I need everyone else to roll deck saves. Don't we just automatically we fail? We just fail when we're unconscious. That's true. I guess I was just... I guess I'm trying to roll to determine whether or not you fall off the ship. Maybe just straight luck check? <laughs> so everyone roll me some straight d20 luck checks. Alright, come on. <laughs> I've been so lucky for Tulip. <laughs> Kev. Good thing we all breathe water. Dirt. <laughs> We all breathe water. <laughs> okay. Um, Rosebud, you're the only one that manages to stay aboard. Everyone else goes under. Uh, let me make some rolls for your crew. Okay. Up. Up. Fail. Up. Okay. Um, and then one more. Fail. Okay. Uh, you see everyone else. Okay. So. Fickery. Uh, uh, Fickery. Mina. Let me, okay, the only ones who fall out of the crew are Osmar and Namina. Everyone else is on board. Geth, Lavender, Jewel, you both go under. Or all, all of you slide off the boat and slam into the water. Okay. Uh, Does this wake us up? Do we take... Uh... Fall damage? <laughs> the fog is lifting. I and you all begin to wake up. I start running over to the side so that I can start getting people in. Yeah, uh, Jewel of the Mountain is the closest to you. So I go and, and try to get her up out of the water. Do we all wake up? Or is it just a few of us? Uh, no. Everyone who's hit the water has woken up. Okay. You just hear oh, signal whistle awesome. being blown. <laughs> <laughs> Good thank you guys got signal whistles. <laughs> um, as uh, strangely enough. So, each of you have taken six damage. Everyone who failed and fell off the ship. You guys all take six damage. That being said, if you've taken damage, you worry about your crewmates. Um, okay, the whistles go off. Um, strangely, this black sea or this black sand just starts 
abruptly. Almost like you're hitting a wall. And those of you who have fallen, it's not fallen into shallow water. You fall and you look down and there doesn't seem to be any ground. Well, Jules, swim back up to the the boat and she'll look at Oma. How's the cub looking? Like, you know, Jules suddenly wakes up. She's in the water. She swims for the surface, looks at the boat. Is the boat, like, beached? Or The boat is, is beached. I throw, okay, how badly damaged does she look? I throw ropes um, overboard. I'm throwing ropes. That are tied. I'm not just throwing the rope by itself, if that makes sense. Sure, I okay. figured. Uh, Uriah, or Yara, uh, runs below deck, or not below deck, but she runs down to the main deck uh, and starts grabbing everyone who's fallen asleep and has not um, rolled off the ship. Uh, Jewel of the Mountain, make a... I mean, I don't think you'll need to make a perception check. Um, You can't really see anything above water. I see anybody else in the water near me. Make a perception check. You see Osmar Is he... just as he's sinking. Oh, he's sinking? He, ha- he didn't he's... wake up? You don't know? She'll swim over and check on him. Okay, I need you to make an athletics check as you try and catch him before he goes under the water. Uh, like a swim speed, or...? Oh yeah, that's true. You are a natural swimmer. Um, yeah, that's uh, true. She'd um, she'd burn her feline agility to double her speed too. If yeah, she, you know what? I'm not even gonna worry about it. You're fine. Uh, you freak of nature. Uh, you just zip <laughs> over there. Um, faster than a dolphin. Faster than a dolphin. Uh, Osmar is still unconscious. Does and he look the- like he's unconscious because he's injured? He. From a mechanical point of view, he took six damage as well. And he is just a regular Joe Schmo. He's a weenie boy? Okay. He's a weenie boy. So then he is not she will out. cast Healing Word on him and start pulling him towards the surface. Okay. You cast Healing Word and you feel him sort of struggle uh, as he comes back to life, to, uh, to consciousness. He grabs at you uh, nervously. He's just, one moment he was out on the ship, and then the next he was well, underwater. Being held by a cat. <laughs> being held by a cat. Uh, with that, we will roll over to uh, Lavender, uh, Geth. What are you two doing? Until uh, we wake up. We hit the water. We take mm-hmm. six damage. Correct. And then uh, yeah, we're in like whistle. deep water. I hear, I hear a whistle. I guess from Gab. <laughs> yep. Uh, do I see? You said the fog was lifting. The fog is lifting. Yes. Can I make a perception check to see if anyone had fallen in with me? Yes. Make a perception check.
Oh no. You rolled a natural one. Um, yep. You do not see anyone. You're sort of really just uh, rattled by the whole thing. And uh, it takes a minute, it takes a second for you to grab your bearings. Um, but you don't see anyone. All you hear is sort of the shouting of uh, the of Oma and Yara above. And you hear the whistle of Geth somewhere echoing across the ocean. And you hear the sort of slapping of the waves, and you don't see anyone. The waves kind of take you and and like push you up against the uh, the the side of the ship over and over again, and it's very disorienting. Is the ship within sight for us? Like, yeah, we I mean, you fell right oh. off the ship. Oh, so we yeah. can at least head to the ship. Yeah, I, for some reason, I thought we were like a little ways away. No, no. I mean, when I it, it, the 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 ship beached abruptly right on the island. Uh, Lavender, is that you? Oh, there you are. Okay. Uh, it's getting dark. Uh, what is happening? Yes. Uh, uh, did anyone else fall? Get? I can't see you, but I hear you. Let's just uh, let's go to the ship. I, I don't see anyone else. I don't think I see anyone else. Uh, I don't know if it helps. My passive perception is fifteen. With a passive perception of fifteen, you see that Namin is underwater, and you are seeing the silhouette of her falling and falling. I think we might have lost some clothes. Oh no, no, no that's no, that's Namin. Lavender, just down there, uh, if she's close enough, I will attempt to first just help grab her with the mage hand, second, potentially telekinetically pull her if she's within 30 feet. Um, if she's without of, out of 30 feet, though, I will just start swimming and pointing from Lavender. You are within reach, so you can you can grab her if you want. Yeah, I'll I'll attempt to grab her, stabilize her, so she's not sinking as much with whatever okay. telekinetic shove and or uh, mage hand, and then grab her myself when able. Okay. So she comes up. She is the same as Osmar, unconscious because of bludgeoning damage. Uh, it, it it doesn't look like they're breathing, uh, or if they are breathing, there's something the matter uh let's get her on the boat lavender can you help yes uh and he'll um he'll help geth get her on the boat and then he can actually cast healing word himself okay so you cast healing word you bring her up to full uh health and uh so as you guys are uh you know, taking her above, you know, one of the, there's a rope that Oma has thrown, uh, overboard and, and you were able to grab it and, and climb onto it. Um, she wakes up and same thing, just sort of gasping for life in a very confused state. She sort of fights you at first, uh, just out of instinct and settles a bit. This was an Amin, right? I'm sorry? This was Namin, correct? Yes, this the, is the Namin. one with uh, the stunted arm? 
correct. Do we have a, a head count? Is, it, is there one here? As you flop, uh, all three of you flop on board, uh, you can take a look around and you see that everyone is accounted for. I attempt to calm Namin and say, I I took a tumble, I think I think you did too. What's what what happened? Uh and I look around and I see I assume up at the head there there's um who I only know as Mansa still and uh, Oma still at the like the head of the boat doing stuff. What are you two doing? Oma I've been throwing ropes overboard. I think the only person that I... Is Rosebud up on there? I mean... Rosebud is up and he is still unconscious. Okay. Everyone is unconscious who has who have not... Who's not fallen. Okay. And Putting taken damage. Down. All right. Uh, and, um... Uh... Everybody else took damage. And they woke up. So she's kind of putting those two things together. <laughs> and she's she's really sorry about doing this, but she's hoping to God it works. She takes Rosebud and she just hauls off and just slaps him in the face. So that would be ah. <laughs> that would be a, a four points of damage. Okay. Rosebud, uh you come to consciousness with this like beaming pain on your cheek um it's hot and sort of radiating uh but you are awake take four points of damage did i do i'm sorry i have to wake you up what's going on you fell asleep and i couldn't get you to wake up and this seems to be the only way to get you up is to to take to, to hurt you. I'm very sorry. It's it's okay, I guess. He's just rubbing his cheek like <laughs> it hurt him emotionally more than physically. Uh, I'm looking at everybody <sighs> else. So, is everybody else awake? Or uh, there's a couple of people that aren't. Yeah, those Jules who... helping Osmar back onto the boat. Mm-hmm. So those that didn't um, so, take damage are still asleep. Correct. So the remaining sea elves, and that's it. Miss Far, Fikri, uh, and Menin. I kind of gather them all together into one place, uh, laying them down. I don't want to hit them for four points damage each. Uh, I, I can I can do it. <laughs> okay, that might be better. Yeah. Uh you just you gave him a good smack, you said? Yes, you must you must give them good smack. I like look at my basically like I, I'm a trader, but you know, I don't work with my hands that much and they're like, okay, I can like sort of like cup it so that it gives like a good like a good contact slap and just, I guess, smack the shit out of our sleeping crewmates. <laughs> so we all take one point of damage. I think yep. that's like what happens, right? I have zero to strength. That's why I right, did it. Right, so it's, I think it's all, I think it's just one point of damage. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, they all wake up one by one, uh, two. Yes, laughing at time. Slap at them. <laughs> and then I come in behind him and touch him for one point healing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, uh, you have like a pool that you work yeah, with, right? Yeah, Yep. Okay. Alright, so like just mark off this. Uh, what is that? Four points of healing, if I'm not mistaken? No. Three points of healing. Yeah. Mark off three points of healing. Right. I just want to see if I feel bad about this one second. <laughs> Gotta roll for it. <laughs> I don't feel bad about this. <laughs> it was it was for greater cause. Sure, sure. It's necessary. Yeah. Uh, that is very uncomfortable. I did not like this. What, what happened while we were falling? Did we hit? Is that why I can't remember? Yes, you, you all passed out. It was just me and, and her, and, and we. I don't know anything about the ship other than maybe taking <laughs> on the sail a little bit. Uh, we may have crashed into something. But I patch hole. Uh, now we're on shore. You patched the hole. Uh, um, okay. Uh, it would. And I look around, and it looks like the sails are not up. Like the sails are not down. I mean, they are up, and you've got the the anchor down. And I'm no ship expert, though I have been on a few. And I'm like, we didn't. We didn't stop? Uh, the sails, they... they, uh, Yes, we just could not stop. Okay. Um. Yara says she threw the anchor, but I don't think it hit anything. Uh, that's okay. Oh, that's fair. Let's, uh... Well... Uh, Jewel? I guess... We should look over the ship before we do anything, right? Joel just nods, and she's, like, immediately, like, running downstairs to, like, check on the hull. Everyone, stay close together. Don't go near the edge if you can avoid it. Rosebud will step away from the edge, where he's being just laser-focused on the weirdness ahead of him. The black sand... He remembers the pink fog before he passed out. So, Rosebud, you see, uh, as you look out, about a hundred feet of black sand, like a killing field full of debris, just broken shells of rotting ships. Jesus. Until a heavy tree line just rises up and suffocates the interior. The pinkish fog is now gone. Interesting. There's a whole bunch of shipwrecks here? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. We should... Okay. And he sort of starts and then turns towards Geth. We should go ashore. We should go look. First... We should. We need to make sure that we're not sinking and how about damages... When we go, exactly. Well, aren't we on the shore right now? Well, should be fine to leave, right? We should. Uh, he we just should listen back to over. our captain. Is all we should listen to our captain. She wants to make sure the ship that we can leave. 
Ah, right, yes. Jules uh, checking to make sure we didn't, like, snap the keel or something. I, uh, I should go help her, and he'll run down to where Jewel is. Jewel, as you have, you know, you, you bound down the stairs, and you're kind of thinking, oh, no, 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 in the back of your head, and then you just see sort of that long stretch of cargo hold just smashed. This is going to take some repairs. It's going to take some time to repair it. As there are, there's just essentially this massive hole where sand, where black sand is, has been pouring in. Mostly along, like, you know, the sides, the, the center keel along the bottom doesn't look like it's been damaged. It, it looks fixable, basically. You make a intelligence check. Can I can, do a water she, vehicle? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can she use water vehicles instead? Yes, absolutely. I keep forgetting water vehicles is a roll. Sixteen. You know how to fix this. It's going to take okay. some time, but you know how to fix this. Okay. So she's going to uh, grab Osmar and uh, Mensa and be like. Hey, so we need to patch this up. It looks like we can still float, but we're going to need to get this all patched before we try to get out of here. I certainly don't want to be stuck on this island, and I don't think you want to be either. Rosebud will come bounding down into the hold. Uh, what? What's the plan? Uh, what, what are we doing? Well, uh, perhaps we should get some people to take a look around, and then I, I think we saw some some shipwrecks out there, right? So uh, hopefully we can scal- uh, scavenge some some extra boards from those if any of them are uh, not too weathered. But th- this should be fixable. You said that Osmar has like repair knowledge, right, Pedro? Correct. Cool. So Osmar and and and. Uh... Yara are able to help with repairs. And uh, specifically, how big is this damage? Like, in a foot radius. It is... I would say... Maybe... 15, 12, 15 feet across of just opened opened up hole. Okay. I hear the gears turning, Josh. <laughs> By the power of magic. Um, yeah, cause you can fix snapped boards pretty easily with mending, yeah. I think. Well, as long as they're, the, the boards themselves aren't too wide. Yeah, mending is a pain in the butt. Wait, that's sacred flame. That's the wrong spell entirely. <laughs> I mending. will light the boat of flame. <laughs> mending is a pain in the butt. Fabricate, however. Hmm. I, I might be able to fix this. It would be a poor job, but it might do the trick, at least as a basis. That that would be very helpful. If we're not taking on water, 
we may need your skills shortly instead though rosebud we 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 should utilize that but if we're not taking on water we should certainly let osmar do what they can do first rosebud just sort of turns and looks at you quizzically I, I wanted to go on land, and you told me to come help fix the ship, and now I want to help fix the ship, and you're telling me no. <laughs> I'm a little disoriented from the fall. Okay, um, uh, Jewel, you're our captain. What should we do? Uh, as much as I would like to get the cub fixed as quickly as possible... I think that Geth is right. We we need to scout out this area before we uh, use up resources. I think we can trust the crew to start the patching while we take a look around. Rosebud, I was I was worried that the boat wasn't going to be up much longer. I don't have much experience with patches, so if if Jewel says it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, I I think we're far enough on the sand that. Uh, unless the tide starts coming re- in really fast, which it doesn't seem like it would do here, but I mean that's just a guess. I mean I've never really seen a beach like this before, but yes, it is very strange, isn't it? Very interesting. Uh, I- I'll be on. I'll be on the on the deck whenever everyone is ready to go, and he'll like scamper I, up. I look at. Yep, I look at Jewel, and I'm like, I'm very sorry, but what I really tried to get it to stop. But it did not stop, and I tried to wake you up, but you didn't wake up. But Jules like patting Oma, <laughs> like I I know you you did the best you could. I cook. That's that's what I do. Well, I I did close the hole here, but uh, it... Jules looks at the uh the, the very rough patch <laughs> job and then gives Oma another pat. Yes, yes, you you did a good job getting that. Uh... Temporarily patched. Yes, I probably need to know more about ship. <laughs> I gotta start walking up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, Jewel, uh, follow everybody up once you make sure that uh, Osmar and Yara have everything they need for, you know, immediate repairs. They uh, do. On it. They request... They're, well, they, they say that they're probably going to take some time to scourge around the beach to see if they can find some more raw materials. Mm-hmm. But they should be able to fix it up. With uh, what they have on hand. Oh, nice. Perfect. Um, well, they won't need any of the metal or anything like that? Just wood. Just wood? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... That Rosebud, before he goes to wait on the deck, he's going to run in and grab uh, the large bundled, essentially helmet-sized thing uh, and bring it onto the deck, and he's going to start casting Animate Construct. Okay. Uh, it's sort of, at the moment, it's wrapped up, um, but I'll reveal it once it becomes applicable. Okay. Can you just drop the Animate Construct in the... Yep, in the chat. Just so I have it in the back of my mind. I will be using... uh, uh, It's up to you whether they use the zombie or skeleton stats. 
Uh, I'm assuming skeleton would make sense uh, with the higher armor class being metal, but it's up to you. Yeah, it makes sense. This thing would have an armor class. It's a bit more. Okay. So, what do you guys do? Does everyone gather on the deck? Yeah. Yep. Alright, then uh, once everyone's gathered... Get up. Rosebud is going to say, Well, I, I have a way that we could... First of all, test the safety of the land. Um, here, and he'll whip off the uh, essentially the bedding he's stolen from the bed, um, revealing that didn't work. Hold on. Um, okay, so it's essentially. Remember back when we fought Datu? <laughs> um, so it's yep. that it's his head. Uh just a mechanized version of his head with two thick three fingered hands coming out where his ear should be. Oh <laughs> wait, if I recall correctly, didn't you like keep something from Datu? I have a sketching of his face oh, so that I never forgot is. his face. <laughs> That's what it was. So That's awful. <laughs> this is a mechanical tusked three pronged fingered from the ear mechanical thing? Yes. Um uh, I like to think it's I, just Dotu with spider legs. <laughs> Dotu's face on spider legs. No, I specifically wanted the hands because it would be weirder than spider legs. <laughs> okay, yeah. For sure. Um but he sort of like pulls open the jaw and inside is all this silk and he's like come on Tulip and Tulip climbs inside and he closes it back up well uh, we could send uh, Datu and Tulip out onto the onto the sand and if they're okay then we know everything is fine uh Geth goes over and like Uh, sorry wave Datu (laughs) like wave (laughs) Almost oh, like lopsidedly falling over as it does so. Okay. Uh, Rosebud, I would call it inspired. Uh, certainly, you've you've taken a uh, a liking to that. Um, the time that we all basically perished uh, <laughs> it was a very close call. I I do have to say. Um, I suppose that it's a reminder to keep on our feet, on our toes. Or, yes. I guess in this case, our claws. I look at the, like, hand. Do this are claws on the hands? <laughs> no, they're just, like, thick metal hands, like gauntlets. Okay. Yes, on our on our toes. Uh, um, well, I mean, primarily why I thought of Datu is not only is, was he quite beautiful, but... Even when we tried to sway him, he chose to hold his ground and protect his master, and so I thought that would be a good symbol to guard Tulip. Hence the small area I added inside, the the helm of sorts. Uh, you'll, uh, you'll have to show me a little more detail later how uh, 
how this all works and uh, and share if that's okay. But yes, we'll use whatever you've got. This this looks like it. Yep. <laughs> that's about it. So you guys are all gathered. Uh, everyone's sort of got their bearings. They're all kind of looking over the deck at the island, at the ocean. Um, is Fakir downstairs? Fakir is on deck. On He's deck. looking out at the ocean. Like, from where we just came? From whence we came? Well, I mean, he's like, you know, he's he's on, like, the bow, you know. Just sort of, uh, you know, looking down at one of the sides. Fakir, is there anything in your lore about this? You, you said this is about where we were supposed to be, is it not? He looks down at the ocean and he says, um... There were talks of this place being strange, touched by magic. Take a look at this. Come here. Do you notice that? And he points, you know, into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Do you look down at it or? Oh, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, so you essentially see just the sand make a 90-degree angle, just down. Like a stone cliff, almost? Almost like a stone cliff. And it's just, he says, I've never seen anything like this. I, uh, if it's from the bow within 30 feet, I uh, use Mage Hand to feel under the water and see if I can loosen some of the the sand from the edge of this 90 degree thing is it is it in motion is it stationary there like it's held by a wall of force it, you you fiddle around with it and the sands the grains of sand come loose and some of them drift down into the into the ocean does it leave like an Im- imprint on the side? Uh, the sand quickly fills in and then stops exactly where it was before. Vickery just is fascinating. I bring up some to the deck and I just look it over. Is it is it actually black sand? Is it something more sinister? It, like a bunch of make spiders? Make an investigation check. <laughs> it's a bunch of spiders. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> What a horrible uh, <laughs> freaking thing you just put in my brain. <laughs> I don't know. Sea spiders, you know. Uh, investigation check. Why does everything uh, yeah, have to be crabs? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Spiders of the sea. I will choose to uh, roll that again. I think. Okay. I would like a higher roll. Let me just see how many times I'm allowed to do that quickly. It's one source. Oh, it doesn't have a limit. Okay. Um, boop. And I have to take the new one, and it's an investigation check, and hopefully it's higher. Yay. Yeah, you are familiar with the black sands of many of the volcanic islands in the Shimmering Isles. And this seems, for all intents and purposes, to just be black sand. 
I... Okay. Um... Is... I don't see anything out of the ordinary other than the way that the sand is filling in. It, it doesn't seem to be held in by any mundane means. It's almost as if it's hitting a wall. But we... Our boat is proof that there is no such wall. Ugh. We are on both sides, the island and the water. This is very fascinating. Given the description you gave it, is it super, like, subliminal, subliminally, I can't say the word, uniform? Like, when I look left off one side of the ship and I go to the other side and look right off the other side of the ship, is it, like, 100% a straight line? There's not, like, waves to it? Yeah, it's not 100% a straight line. Oh, buddy. This looks very strange. Um... Rosebud, uh, you said you wanted to have a little, uh, a little bit ahead of us with your, uh, was it Datu? Was that his name? Yes, hey guys, uh, Datu. how much longer are we going to play? Don't worry, I'm wrapping okay. it up. <laughs> uh, Datu's head and Tulip, we can, we can set off, um. Let's go grab the, the rope bridge and set it up the front and make contact, I suppose. Ready well? Yeah. Alright. So you guys all are ready and you gather around this rope bridge and just send Datu off into the sand, correct? Yep. With the instruction of, because I have to be specific and be simple, uh, Going to the tree line and coming back. Okay. Um, you guys... Uh, I'm assuming no one wants to do anything else on the ship, then? Nope. Other Rose than little. preparing our crew that we're going to disembark and look around. Um, Rosebud wants to go. <laughs> I will ask them if we, for some reason... Uh, like, we're going to set off, and if for some reason we're not back and maybe, like... I don't know, an hour to set a oil-soaked rag on so that it creates a, a line of smoke. Okay. Or and, and also set a torch or something. Like, basically, make sure we can see them along the beach here. If for some reason we're getting lost, is what I was thinking. Alright, they have their orders. They know to get the smoke signals ready if you don't come back in a certain amount of time. All right, Rosebud. Yes, you're up. All right, yeah, I send him uh, from the ship. I send him to run to the um, run to the uh, tree line and back with tulip in him. Um. The eye does have a hole in it. Okay. So I'm going to watch through Tulip's eyes. Okay. Uh, through the uh, the small hole in, uh, in Datu. Okay. So you saddle up. And as you place Datu down on 
the rope bridge, he takes his weird hands and just begins to crawl down it, uh, down onto the beach, and um, you look around and there's doesn't seem to be any any birds, no crabs or lizards. Um, sort of strange. Doesn't seem to be any life at all. And he touches down on the on the grass. You see his like metal body just twist right, twist left. He's looking around, and then he just scurries like this awful little thing. Uh, he just scurries uh, towards the tree line. It's about a hundred feet. It's a hundred feet, and you all watch. And suddenly, the ground begins to shake a little bit. You guys kind of look around, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, where it's coming from. And the sand begins to shift. And you see a trail like a gopher to the sand and then it disappears and goes under the ground still shakes you see Datu is desperately trying to make it to the tree line when all of a sudden the ground bursts open and this ginormous worm with circular razor-like teeth, beaches, and in this plume explosion of black sand, you see Datu go flying up as this creature makes this horrible sort of grating sound. Almost, you know, this worm-like thing and just eats Datu. And then, boom, falls back Just underneath too low. <laughs> the, the sand. And Rose that Bide. is where we will end Rose today's Bide session. falls to his knees. <laughs> I really, really should have taken the ring off too. <laughs> Well, looks like we gotta find the worm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh shit. <laughs> I actually didn't know the ring was on him. I, for some reason, I thought Lavender had it. I I, speci- I I forgot he had it on him, too, when I did, decided to send him scouting. But I didn't say I took it off, so I'll nope. commit to it. Welcome to the Island of Giants. That's what I was afraid was going to happen. That's what I'm like, okay, I gotta send... Send him out there. I I had him for like five minutes. I know. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, this bitch is gonna die, and he's gonna hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just quickly change state of Datu to destroyed. So, like, there is one small thing. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt the narrative, but like, was Datu running back to us once he got to the tree line? Yeah, Datu so, didn't make it to the tree line. Yeah. 
He didn't make it to the tree line, which the tree line was 100 feet off. Mm-hmm. And worms 8.2. Uh, eight. I have some... Dot two. Okay, guys, I gotta go. I, I'll talk to you guys later, okay? No okay. worries. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining uh, us. Bye. I have I have a question. It's kind of metagamey. I really didn't want to interrupt. I'm sorry to bring it up now, but I have a spell. Okay. <laughs> I have a new spell. The All problem right. is I can only target a creature I can see within range. Alright. And Datu has Tulip. It can't target two creatures by default. Just I by don't... the nature. Is the construct a creature technically? Or an the object? The construct is a creature. Okay. So Okay, I guess if it's you would swallowed, allow it. but does that mean automatic destruction? No no. Okay, this thing I'll just, was very large, and Datu was very small. I'll just ask this straight up, okay? I have the ability, I just got it, I was kind of keeping it in my back pocket for a moment, where it was a player character, but this is kind of important to Rosebud. And if you allow me to spend the resources, I could do something about it. <laughs> Potentially. Well, uh, we'll have it. to talk about that uh, throughout the week. Uh, can it, could I say I, at the very least damp tulip? <laughs> sure, the yeah. The ring would still be gone, though, at right? least, Oh, yeah, the ring still would be in Datu, but at least tulip wouldn't be dead. If or, yeah, can... something like that oh, happened, then I could just use my thing. It, it was just the fact that I couldn't get tulip and Datu at the same time. Oh, that's fair. So I guess we could just do that. We'll talk next week. We'll talk yeah. next week. Ah, uh, well. Ah, uh, yes, sandworms. Wonderful. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he'll keep tulips so steady. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yep. That happened. Uh, that's great. So I love it. I know. I'm sad, but it's. Funny. I have this. It's have hilarious. This... <laughs> I am very pleased with the way Datu One went out. Well, <laughs> I'll talk one. to you. I'll talk to you after Josh. Uh, All right. we'll, we'll discuss. Thank you so much, Pedro, for accommodating the shift in schedule. And I'm so glad Wes could make it too. Yeah, thank you so much for joining that us. That was Wes. some great times with all of the stuffs. <laughs> Are we no. still on for tomorrow, or...? We are not. No, okay. unfortunately I won't be able to have one fully prepped, sorry. That No, that actually works, because tomorrow I might get my final assignment for the school semester, so... I was I like, haven't... I think I might be able to make it, but it'd probably be better for me to work focus on school tomorrow, so that works out very well. I still haven't assembled my full shopping list anyway, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Oh, that yep. makes me feel a little bit better then. Cool, cool. Well, I will...